podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Welcome to Tap Into. I'm Travis. I'm Pete. And this is our story. Two and a half years ago, we were leading mediocre lives in Kentucky, working for the weekend and filling our time with things that didn't always matter. I mean, life wasn't bad by any means, but we always had a feeling that things could be better, a feeling there was something more out there and our lives could hold more purpose. So we sold all of our belongings, including a house, a car, and pretty much everything we owned, packed up our trusty Prius, and drove across the country to sunny California. This podcast shares the good, the bad, and everything in between as we continue our journey to expand and grow every day. Come join us each week on Facebook to interact with us live on our page, Travis and Pete, where we share all the tools we have collected along the way to enjoy a life full of gratitude, love, and purpose. Wait, since it's live, does that mean I have to wear pants? Nah, there'll be a desk. Sweet! So come as you are, set aside what you think you know, and simply listen. And as always... Take Take what what you you like and leave leave the rest. I always wanted to finish that like you see on TV where they're like, like the late night talk show hosts are like doing the drumming and then they're like, pow, just signal that the song's over. I don't know if that's how that came across, but that was the goal. Oh my gosh, Melissa Crispell's in the house. What's What's up? Or as Dave Moore likes to point out when Danielle's here, Travis, you're so pretty. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, anywho, uh, so yeah, thank you for joining me today. Thank you for um, having me. We're going to unpack some things. Melissa came to me with an idea this morning, a, a moment where she had an opinion about something, and we're going to – that's our idea, and we're going to see where it takes us. So Yeah. Um, and for those of you who are here only to see Travis talk, um, he is out of the country, literally, um, and he's uh, exploring the world right now with our friend Kelly. So we wish them well. And lots of pictures and videos. We wish you well. We wish you well. Is that a song? <laughs> wish you, oh, uh, wish you pain. That was a that was a that was a episode we did a minute ago. Yeah, yeah. Now we're gonna talk about some judgments, what to do with them, uh-huh. why they're there. Uh huh. Have you ever been judged? Never, not a day in my life, especially by myself. I've never <laughs> self judged myself. I'm always easy on myself. I'm always my own biggest cheerleader. Um, all of those things myself. are not true. All those things are they can be true. Yeah. But they're not true all the time. That's true. Yeah. So um, so do you want to – are you able to get us started with the the topic? Which actually, what did you write, down? I have to put my glasses it's called, back on. You might have an STD if. That wasn't the original. The original was like 14 uh, sentences long, um, and then that got shut down. So you might have – oh, wait. Is this Map Into or Pam? Either way, Travis you, is gone and Melissa Ray Crispell is in. Are you gotcha. saying Pam? Oh, Pete and Melissa. Or Pan. Pam. Pete, Pete and Melissa. Pam. Pam? Acronym. Pam? It's a movie. Oh. Movie reference. Yeah, it went over my head. I haven't seen okay. that movie. No, ma'am, Pam. Let's Anywho. go. Anywho. Um, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about what was this, uh, what was this uh, inspiration that you had this morning? So the inspiration comes from Facebook. Oh, my gosh. Facebook. I saw someone share an article from the CDC. So it was legit. It wasn't the onion. It wasn't satire, but their comment, you know, like it's above the actual article Mm -hmm. was so judgmental and so hate filled, but the person doesn't even know that they're being hate filled. Doesn't Mm -hmm. even know that they're judging so Mm -hmm. many other people. 
And this is an article. The topic of the article really doesn't matter. You know, it's talking about um, STDs are on the rise. Mm-hmm. And so this person was saying that because STDs are on the rise, that we have to pay more attention to the children that are coming from single parent households. Is there any reason that that specific comment might hit home with you? It really does. Because I have two children that came from a single parent household and neither one of them have any STDs. Kabam! They oh, might, they might be, them as a mother. They might be jerks. No they might be a lot of other things, but they don't have that. That they've told you, or it, I feel like your children would probably tell you. I feel like my children probably would tell Maybe. me. Maybe I don't know. And you know, I guess for me, it was just well, in the comment the person put was, "Don't do this, don't do this, don't do this, or you're going to become a statistic." And it really played into what you and I were talking about last yeah. night when we got home from mm-hmm. supper. And it's so what if that happens? Yeah. So what if you are a statistic? Yeah, yeah. Now what? So that's what, yeah, so that's what was intriguing about you bringing this up to me because I'm like, there's this, I definitely grew up with the conversation, um, not a specific person, but just the general conversation of like, don't do this. You don't want to be considered an outsider. You don't want to be outcast. Shame, 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 shame. Um, and so, and, and this, and sex is probably one of the most shamed topics that I have experienced in my life. Um, and it's. I love the whole – one of the concepts that I am repeatedly putting in front of my face is be here now, which means if I'm talking about something that um, could happen or if I'm talking about something that did happen, all those things are not in this present moment. They're the past or the future, and there's nothing I can do about them except for did I like the way that felt? Did I not like the way – you know, I can like do a body check. I can be like, do I want to repeat that or do I want to move away from that? So whenever we hear – whenever I hear comments like – it's so sad the way the world's turned out or it's so – I get so angry when – how do people think they can treat me like this or treat others like this or why don't we all just quit our jobs and go help people who um, are starving? You know, there's this whole like blanket statements that are made about what we should be doing and how we should be operating in the world um, and I that's, – that's not now. That's not today. That's not this moment. That's in the future. So right. it's like what uh, – the comment, one of the comment, well, the whole thing, you might have an STD if like it was like – the, the title that I wanted to use was nine out of 10 children get STDs when they come from single family homes. Now it's a made up statistic and it's, it's a, it's a clickbait if anything. Um, and actually made me laugh because you, you, and that's the thing too, is like this article, this person, do they have the experience to, have they ever had an STD? Do they have kids with STDs? Do they have, um, are they from a, you know what? And let's, let's say fuck it to the word broken home. It's not broken. It just, it needs to happen in a different way. Right. Right. So it's not broken. There's no single family homes. And actually, if you want to, we could even go in that direction a bit about, um, yeah, it's hard, but, and also maybe your kids got a different experience that val- that, that is what they needed to live the life they're living now right. versus having, you know, and yeah, whatever the, the supposed to happen. Yeah. It's not what happened. It didn't happen. So let's not talk about what, like, there's no way to go back and redo it. So what happened? Oh, thank God. I don't want to redo it. Yeah. No, they've done that. So <laughs> I think ultimately, when we're talking about the world of personal development, it's the judgment and it's the minding of everybody else's business when it has no bearing whatsoever mm-hmm. on your life. Yeah. You know, does that CDC article have any bearing on my life? No, it doesn't. But if I care about, you know, the, t- the topic and STDs and STDs are on the rise, if I care about that topic, for me, someone who, you know, Travis's shirt, woke AF. I don't usually use that term, but whatever. From someone who is, I view my, re- it's a responsibility for me to help. 
So how can I help? Can I help through my community? Can I help through my long-term wellness page? Can I help through talking about it on the tap into page? How can I help? Not how can I point fingers and tell somebody that because you are a single parent, your children are now at risk because they're not getting X, Y, and Z. That's a lot of assumptions, mm-hmm. assumptions yeah. on my part. But it's also just pointing out a problem. It's not helping. It's not offering any type of solution. And I think that's more than the judgment. That's probably the bigger part that really got to me was is, is that person wasn't offering a solution mm. other than just don't do this, Yeah, which is not a viable solution. It's not. And like I don't think that there's anything that shouldn't be done because – one of the things that I like about this subject is, you know, there's a lot of um, – oh, welcome, Travis. Travis just joined us. Hi, Travis. Oh, and Tristan. Hey. Um, one of the things I like about this, it's like when there's certain people that are like – they went through an experience and they're like, God, I, I wish – I don't wish – I wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy. But if I don't have the experience – then how like that experience, all the experiences that really sucked in my life or that when I say sucked, I mean, were really hard to navigate. Um, and I allowed myself to suffer because I didn't make different choices. Um, that was a moment I needed to go through. Like these, these things about like, don't do like what's so bad about an STD that, I mean, there are some permanent ones that alter life and how we have to show up. But like, even then people who, get in accidents and miss and lose a limb or people who had their child abducted. And if that hadn't happened, then this whole life about activism and about having conversations that are hard and like wouldn't have ever happened. So how, how do you get woke if you don't go through the the trenches, if you don't go through the mud, like if you don't experience these things that are hard and cause us to like make different decisions moving forward? Well, I'm not suggesting that you wouldn't go through the mud. You know, you you are going to have to go through some of the mud. You're going to mm-hmm. have to go through the trenches. But it's how you respond to that mud. Mm-hmm. Are you going to stay there? You know, did you strap on the concrete bricks and you're going to hang out in that quicksand? Maybe you are. I've done it before. Yeah. Had to hang out in there until I figured it out and then move. Mm-hmm. And that's always, I think that's always the key is how do we respond to it? Do we just shut down? Do we binge out on Netflix? Do we hide under the covers? Do we hang outside and smoke cigarettes? Do we, you know, what is it that we're doing that's preventing us from dealing with the mud or, mm-hmm. and I just say mud because that's yeah, yeah. the analogy you used. So one of the things that we can do to reframe the conversation is to truth tell. So one of the triggers, um, and again, I use trigger for, um, sometimes it can be traumatic or sometimes it, be, it reminded me of something. So the, one of the triggers for that article was the the use of the term single parent. And you had a, re- a reaction to of like, wait, that was me. That's not my experience. So truth telling is the way that we get around this blanket statement of maybe that person was just trying to fit in or maybe that's the, the conversation that just naturally ha- – like there are auto responses that we do because of how we've been socialized. Well, and I'll say me. I notice that for myself a lot. Um, so as a single parent, like what – is there anything that you want to like truth tell about that where you're like, this that's not how it was or – I'm kind of putting you on the spot here because we didn't pre-talk about yeah, this. Yeah, you but, totally put me on but, the spot there. <laughs> um, um, I, don't I don't know. Is there is there shame around that that you still feel or that you want to navigate or or again I'm putting you on the spot so <laughs> we can are. redirect this conversation. If you want. <laughs> no, I don't feel any shame around that. I mean, I did for a long time. I felt really bad. Mm-hmm. I think I probably felt bad more than I felt shame, mm-hmm. but I did feel shame. I felt bad for my kids. You know, that this is the home that they were coming from, that this is, you know, maybe they were missing out. Maybe they mm-hmm. didn't get this where they needed it. But I finally had to get to the point that 
they were getting everything from me that I could give them. Mm -hmm. And the rest of it, we were going to have to just work through together. And sometimes you just don't get everything. You just don't. Yeah. So, you know, I think we've gotten to a better place. My kids are now almost 29 and 25. Happy birthday yeah. to the number one Woo-hoo. whose birthday is I tomorrow. I think I may have seen. Um, is she there? Oh, yeah, Ashley. Ashley's watching. She's go. not in these comments, but she was in, oh. on your phone comments. I saw oh. her name pop up. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so um, getting past the shame, getting past the guilt, and, and like you said, telling the truth, truth telling, mm-hmm. and just being honest about it. You know what? Because I've heard you and Travis talk about it, playing the what if game. Is, it, is that what you guys call it? The what if? Uh, worst case scenario, worst, maybe? Worst case scenario. So worst case scenario, we're going back to STDs because that was the topic here. Worst case scenario, you you get an STD. Then what? Big deal. Then then what happens? Like, in do the year- you die? Do you go live by yourself on top of a mountain? Exer- ex- right, right. Exercised from society? Excised? <laughs> ex- exhaled? <laughs> ex communicated i don't know whatever the word is yeah we're in the year 2019 hello sliding really quickly into 2020 there there are medical advances this is not a death sentence mm-hmm. and let's not make blanket statements that because you come from a single fa- a single parent household that you are at a greater risk for that than somebody else yeah yeah because we had that conversation as well both of us come from a, a non-broken home. Very, uh, very <laughs> our parents, collegiately educated. Yeah. Our parents are still married to this day. Mm-hmm. We each had one sibling. We were raised very, very similarly, you know, with executive parents and, and educated parents and those kinds of things. We both had different outcomes. But those really not are the risk. I don't think that's the risk factor for that particular article. And, yeah. and that's what triggered me. Yeah. So. One of the things, uh, one of the, a phrase that I am learning to look at every moment through is that I believe like whatever's in front of me, I believe that this person is doing the best they can with the information they have. Like there, how do you, even if like, let's say I do something and I've done it before and I'm aware of the outcome and I do it again, and I may not like how it feels, but like in some way I'm doing something because it serves me. It gets me something that I need um, or want. Um, and so the statements like that, and I think maybe the bigger uh, bigger picture for this show maybe, because there's a lot of conversations that – and I'm, I'm a lot. But there's conversations that come up as like the world today or, oh my god, F Trump. Or like there's all these things to like – talk about things that aren't happening to me or to blame outside of me what is happening to me. Um, And neither of those points of view deal with what's actually happening in the moment. Right. Um, And And let's go a little bit deeper. Is anything actually happening to someone? Ooh, so flip that around. What's actually, what's going on? Or is it a result of their choices? Oh, so like, uh, so we're more in control of our lives than we think we are. Yeah. Yeah. We don't give ourselves enough credit. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and honestly, someone who is woke mm-hmm. is not sitting there going, why is this happening to me? Yeah. They're looking at it going, all right, what's my lesson? Let's get this one done. Let's go. Yeah. I've got oh, I made that decision. Yeah. That's why I'm sitting here right now. Yeah. Yeah. So judgment, blame, no time for it. Mm. No time for so it. So that, okay. So taking that statement, judgment, and blame, no time for it. I have found myself getting very... Um, it's hard to find gentility with myself. Like when I'm driving around delivering Amazon packages and an expectation doesn't get met or well, that's generally what happens actually. Um, and then my auto response is to be hard on myself 
is really? to there's usually cuss words that come out. Yeah. Why? And I like notice. I'm like Pete, calm the f down. Like this is not important in the. You know what I'm saying? Get I, specific but, for me so I can oh, follow okay. this. Okay. Um, okay. What expectation was not met? So for example, um, the like during my route. So like there's I can either deliver to neighborhoods or businesses or apartments or a combination of whatever. Generally, it's a combination of. And so neighborhoods generally go a lot quicker. It's just. Pick up and drop, pick up and drop, pick up and drop, drop and go and whatever. And like houses are pretty close together and whatever. But then you get to an apartment complex and there's a gate code and they didn't provide a gate code in the comments. And then I have to call the customer service and then they uh, are talking to me like it's the first time I've ever worked for Amazon. So I'm like, I don't need you to explain this stuff to me. I just need you to go. So like I'm in a flow. I know what's going on. I know how to navigate this flow. And then all of a sudden the flow shifts. I don't shift with the flow. And so I don't know yet. Um, and so – and then my response is to get angry at the new flow or frustrated or some combination of that. Mm-hmm. And then I notice myself going – which this is the part that I'm going to pat myself on the back because I'm noticing it. Mm-hmm. Before I would just have been like, ugh, my day or ugh, this, whatever. But now I'm like, that happened. And my response – my before thinking about it, my auto response was to get upset or to get flustered or um, – and then I noticed that my – I stopped breathing. And then, and then, of course, that stopping breathing like has this whole other effect on my body. Then I go even more into fight or flight. Um, and so that's what, where I'm not being gentle with myself is that my auto response is to get flustered or is to get um, judgmental or to get – to not accept the reality that's in front of me. Um, part of the things that I get – like part of the reason that I have an expectation about the flow of my day, specifically delivering packages, is that I want to be done before sundown because it's, it's a whole different beast to deliver things in the dark. There's not a there's not a unified way to to put an address on a on a building. Um, streets aren't very well lit in San Diego gen- generally. Uh, you know, there's all these factors that make it harder. And so, so time out. Yeah, we just got to it. You're frustrated because then you have to do your job in the dark when it might be a little scary, a little creepy, a little inconvenient, mm-hmm. or a lot inconvenient. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So now that you know why, mm-hmm. what can you do differently? Or can you do anything differently? I well, don't know. so that's what the that's what the frustration is. Is my it's I'm still I'm being reactive to the moment, um, and so I'm like I'm I'm and I'm just noticing that my auto response is and I say auto response. I'm very big on this because I'm not going. I want to think that I'm frustrated about this. Like it comes out, right. or the thoughts in my head are very aggressive. Mm-hmm. They get aggressive quick. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I start talking, like I start having some road rage. Maybe it's not like outside of my van. I'm not like tailing people or, right. um, you know, flipping people off. But I'm like, I just the whole energy shifts and I get aggressive. I don't like it. I also don't like aggression in other people. So this is a this is one of those like mirror reflective things uh-huh. about. I think it's one of those reflective things where I'm like, oh, that's still something for me to work on. It is. Right, which instead of oh, that's something for me to stay away from. So the actual the solution is to go towards it and be like. Why am I getting frustrated? Like I'm having the conversations. I just haven't found a solution yet, which also gets me frustrated because I'm like, well, if I am woke or if I do have a certain a more of an awareness. And by the way, woke uh, for anyone who's like for me, I, when I hear woke, I'm like, oh, that person's just high on themselves. No, I just have more of an awareness about myself than I used to yesterday. Mm-hmm. When, when I say woke, that's what I mean. So that was more for me than for you all. <laughs> and the judgment that I had on the word woke. <laughs> so what um, would happen if when you – Face that situation because you're talking about this, unpacking, facing these situations versus running from them Mm -hmm. or ignoring them and walking away. You know, what if, what would happen 
if you were to say to yourself, you know, your second auto response was, mm-hmm. dude, let's calm down about this. So you allow the first auto response. It's there. It's yours. Yeah. Own it. But let the second one be the response to that. This is really not that big of a deal. It's not. Well, okay, so pat on the back for me. That's what happens. Yes. So I'm at a point now where I'm going, this is why I like, this is the frustrating part about how awareness continues to grow because the part that I'm in now is I'm aware of it, uh, but I'm not, I am still figuring out how to respond versus react. Gotcha. Um, And I haven't yet. So, but like, I'm at the point now where I'm noticing it. It's like, instead of afterwards, I'm noticing it, I'm noticing it in the middle of. So my awareness to something that's going on is becoming quicker. That's and cool. so, but, and eventually, as I keep thinking about it and processing it, I'm going to be aware of it going into it. Then I can respond versus react. But right now, I'm still seeing it in the middle <laughs> of it. Like I'm seeing, instead of being able to be like, okay, that's a mile down the road. I see that that's going to be a trigger for me. How do I want to respond? Not there yet. Right now, I'm still reactive. But you're getting there. And actually, I'm saying this for the first time out loud right now. Reactive is the name of my game right now. I'm aware of it, and it drives me nuts. And I'm still reactive. So, um, so what yeah. happens when you're reactive to something? What position does that you put you in? Oh, fight or flight. It puts me in anxiety. But are you the driver or are you the passenger? Technically, my job, I'm the driver. So I don't know what the metaphor is. Is there a metaphor here? So if you are always reacting to something, are you the one that's controlling the situation? Are you the one driving mm, your own personal yeah, bus? Yeah, no. I'm just watching it like I don't have control. Right. Absolutely. You're not controlling your own personal yeah. bus. Yeah. Well, and even saying that, I'm like, well, what's the roadmap for that? You know, like that's something you've, we had to figure out along the way, which I like. Everything is figure outable. And this whole thing about like we were talking about STDs and the shame around sex or the shame around single parenthood or the shame around this or that, whatever. It's like everything in the moment, A, it's okay. We're okay. And it's figure outable. You know what I'm saying? Figure outable. Figure outable. So I'm in the process of figure, <laughs> figure outing a bowling this. Figuring uh, it out. Figure out. Well, that's a simple way to say it. Oh, there's like, already a word for that. What? Figure it out. Figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> I won't reinvent the wheel today. Um, anywho. I think it all boils down to this. Are you ready? Uh-huh. This is my three-year-old self. You're not the boss of me. Mm. Yeah. Imagine being like the parent of that kid who's yelling, you're not the boss of me Were at you? three. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> Ask my mom. She'll tell you the story. Oh, but, I meant you as a mom or you as a kid? No, I was the kid. Gotcha. You aren't the boss of me. Yeah. You're not the boss of me. Yeah. Yeah. You're not the boss of me. I'm not the boss of you. I'm not the boss of Danielle. Danielle's not the boss of Travis. We're not the boss of each other. So support one another and you'll be the boss of yourself. Drive your bus, Mm. not react to the things that are coming your way. I mean, sometimes you are going to have to react. I'm just saying that be more in control of where the bus is going. Look at your roadmap and then you're not going to have to swerve all the time Yeah, to avoid the potholes. Right. And I, I like that. I'm I'm getting there. So, but before, but I haven't solved the problem yet. So now I'm like, I'm aware of it and figure an outableness, figuring, figuring out how to navigate differently. Yeah. Um. So, and I like that. I like that. I was able to see, like, I'm still looking at something in the moment versus looking at it down the road being like, okay, that happened last time. It's not, I'm not triggered yet to go, Ooh, I've been down that road before. How do I want to respond? That's so, not happening yet. So let me ask you this. Why do you want to wait until you're triggered to come it's, up with a better it's response? Not a, I, there's no, it's, not a, it's not a premeditated thing. This is where the whole everyone's doing the best of what they can mm-hmm. comes in. It's not a premeditated thing. It's a, oh, shit, I got here again. So like 
brushing my teeth before I go to bed, for example, like, and if there's not a trigger set up or turning my alarm on before I go to bed, like, or doing my gratitude journal before I go to bed or eating when I wake up, like there are things that I've been conditioned to do, which most things in my life where I'm like, this happens, then this happens, then this happens. But this third thing wouldn't have happened had I not done the first two things first, because those two things remind me then to do the next thing. So I haven't, there's not a trigger set up for me to go, um, after lunch, my route generally slows down. So how do I want to proceed here? Right. Or I'm getting ready to go into an apartment complex and I wasn't a neighborhood. So the way I deliver is going to shift. How do I want to show up here? I'm not currently having those conversations and I'm saying this out loud for the first time. So this is why this is such a gift. Okay. Um, so, so can those, I challenge you? Yeah. And everybody else who's out there that's going mm-hmm. through this too, because you know what? You are a unique individual. <clears throat> you are so special, but you're not the only one going through this. That's the cool thing. Mm-hmm. That, you know, so that other people can know that they're not going, you're the only one going through it too. But here's the challenge that you know that there are going to be things in your day that will trigger you to have to react or to respond. Mm -hmm. But what if we were to start the day with setting the intentions? Oh my God, it's coming. All right. Sorry. Because you know X, Y, and Z is Mm -hmm. going to happen. Your Mm -hmm. job doesn't change from Mm -hmm. Monday to Wednesday. So when you get to work, you put the car in park, you grab your lunch pail, you grab your thermos, whatever you're doing, grab your belongings and set that intention. Today, after lunch, when my shift changes and the momentum changes, I am going to, you fill in the blank. I'm not going to tell you what to say. Mm-hmm. But that way you set the intention for yourself before you even get there. Mm-hmm. And then you have a better chance of that happening the way you want it to. Mm-hmm. And you start to see it before the trigger hits. Maybe? No, you're absolutely on point. So, and I'm going to, I'm going to ask you what your thing is. Um, so I, I've been coming up on the, I've been seeing more often the need people talking about morning routines and I've been like, mornings, I just want to get up and go like how I start my day. Shocker, surprise, surprise is how my day unfolds. I think we like, that's, that's a, that's a, a comment that we've all navigated um, at some point. Mm-hmm. So my day starts up, I get out of bed, I drink some water. Um, I get dressed. I do uh, every now and then I do some stretches, but not always. Um, and then I'm out the door and I go. So there's no, there's no, I don't consciously think, how do I want to feel today? How do I want to interact with people today? How do I want to navigate when my expectations aren't met today? Mm-hmm. How do I want to ellipses, 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 X, Y, Z, and so on and so on. <laughs> Yeah. Can you spell that? E L I P ellip S E S S I S. I don't know. Anyways, um, Darlene said hi, Pete. Oh hi, Dar. Hi, Darlene. Hi, Darnell. That's what I used to call her before I officially memorized her name. <laughs> but it's definitely Darlene. Okay. Um. All yeah, right. So, so what can you my, do? Okay. So well, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn this over to you for a second. Okay. And because I don't, I've tried things, but I've tried other people's formulas, and I haven't been like, okay, that doesn't work for me. And and also habit forming. And then this is me in whining mode and complaining mode. I'm like, habit forming habits is hard. Getting up in the morning and getting a routine and blah blah blah, like consistency, that's hard. So I also do that, mm-hmm. and I'm aware, mm-hmm. but I haven't yet learned. I have not yet. I don't like hard consistent with my pushing myself in a way that gets me to be like, well, yeah, but do you want to react this way down the road? Like how I start my day is how my day will unfold. How you do anything is how you do everything. Um, <laughs> I haven't said that in a while, but I, I, I believe that's true. Um, so I'm putting my mom you, hat on. Okay. So do you like what, 
how do you approach your mornings? How do you approach your day? Like, do you have a routine? How did you get that routine? Oh my God, I have so many questions. Yeah. I'm putting my mom hat on with you. Okay. Because I'm going to remind you of this. It's all about choices. We have the choice mm-hmm. every single day, yeah. every moment of every day, every moment within each hour, every day, we have all of the choices. And so it's, there's a choice. Do I want to go on about my day in a reactionary way mm-hmm. or do I want to control my day as best I can? I mean, I'm not going to like responsive. I'm going to be responsive of- instead of reactive. Yeah. Right. So that's your first choice. Okay. So now that we've made the choice that we want mm. to be the driver of the bus, what does that mean? What do we have to do? And it's mm. different for everybody, but I can tell you this. If you don't have a morning routine, meaning get up, get a bottle of water, take your supplements, wash your face, mm-hmm. brush your teeth, make your bed, doing those things that set you up for success in your own home, mm-hmm. set you up for success in this home, mm-hmm. which sets you up for success outside the home. Oh, this is lovely. This is exactly what I need. So thank you. You're welcome. What I love is that, so the whole article that we started this conversation with is reactionary. Yeah. The whole energy of that is someone who reacted to something and they probably did it in a, in a way that's socially acceptable. Um, while it bugs us all, it's also socially acceptable um, to, to complain like that in a, so, in a public forum. Um, and so, and here we are, we got to the, the meat and the potatoes. It's all about choices. Do you want to be reactive or responsive? I want to be responsive. There you go. I also, one of the conversations we had earlier was that um, there are one marshmallow people. Do we, have you been, you know, the marshmallow test? Like uh, like a scientist or whatever will give a kid a, a marshmallow and say, you can have this one marshmallow now, or you can wait two hours and get two marshmallows. And it, and it talks about like, do you have a poor mindset or a wealthy mindset? And not just money, but like in all of life, like how do you, do you let things compound and gain interest and or build momentum? which is a lot of what this conversation is about, or do you want to be instantly gratified in the moment? So my brain and my actions go towards the one marshmallow. Gratify me now. It's also an auto response that I have to be like, like it's a habit of like, it's just whatever it is, there's this kind of like opposite magnet, like this dissonance where I'm like waiting for something is hard. Mm -hmm. I read a meme recently, two things just popped into my brain. Number one, proactive versus reactive. Mm Mm-hmm. Instead of responsive and reactive, because those kind of mean the same thing. But proactive is before the, you know, before the situation. So Mm -hmm. proactive and reactive, number one. Number two, what we're not changing, we're choosing in all things. So even when we say we have this habit, still a choice, Mm -hmm. whatever that habit is, Mm -hmm. whether it's, you know, the habit to wear my Birkenstocks every day or the habit to smoke cigarettes or mm-hmm. the habits to drink alcohol or the habits to, you know, this article that was talking mm-hmm. about single parent, yeah. loose morals, sexy, everything, you know, all of it is choices. Mm-hmm. Ultimately it's choices. Yeah. I was trying to think of the theme. Cause I would, the question that popped up was what something for you that was a habit that you changed because you didn't like how you were showing up to it. But because it was an auto response, it was a subconscious thing that's ingrained. Like, that like what was that process of changing that habit like when i quit smoking cigarettes the well both times um i had to dramatically disrupt my my routine Mm -hmm. my schedule the first time i was sick and laid in bed and was super high and just like didn't exist for three days and then i woke up and i was like oh i haven't had a cigarette in three days and then i carried that momentum into it um but that dramatic disruption was what had that versus there are some habits that i want to change but my routine every day is the same 
And therefore, I'm not giving myself, I'm not providing myself opportunity to choose differently because I'm just in this monotonous, like, drone kind of quality mm-hmm. of life. Um, and not that my life is poor by any, my quality of my life is poor by any means, but, like, there are parts of my life, parts of how I show up that are very routine. Like, they're very, like, I don't like the way I feel, but I'm also not choosing to show up any differently. Right. Because I'm not, and maybe I'm not stepping back far enough. Like, was it, the like, how I begin my day? How I end the day before? Yeah. So, or finding joy is that. But is that something that you found when you've changed hard habits to like dramatically disrupt the flow of what the current routine was that you wanted to shift? It depends on the habit that I'm changing. You know, some of them are yes, they have to have that dramatic shift. Mm-hmm. It has to be complete, ooh, completely cut everything mm-hmm. and and start over. Yeah. Some things are just a slow, gradual change. You know, kind of like when Travis was visiting last fall, and we built a dressing room. He. Uh, Travis, he and my husband um, were in there. We were painting. We were hanging shelves, all wooden hangers, beautiful plush carpet, you know, mirrors, pictures, new drapes, the whole works. But it was a habit that had to be broken to immediately hang up all of the dry cleaning on mm-hmm. those beautiful new wooden hangers. You know, it's it's a process, but it has to be a conscious choice. It's a conscious choice for my husband. To not take his shoes off. He says it's a habit because he was not raised in a house where you take your shoes off. I was raised in a house where you take your shoes off immediately. So, you know, we, we, we do this back and forth thing. For him, it's a habit. For me, I say it's a choice. He has to choose to do something differently. And let's focus on the positive. Let's not focus on the negative. So choosing to take his shoes off mm-hmm. when he walks in the house to respect our home, to respect the work that we do to clean mm-hmm. it, to, to keep it up, to all of those things. So didn't really answer your question but sometimes yes the drastic changing is is required Mm -hmm. but can you get it done with a smaller one yes you can okay so that example sorry my phone's vibrating and i want it to not vibrate okay so that example with mike taking off his shoes when did you and what was the process for you to learn to take off your shoes to go into a house before you go into a a dwelling i don't remember that's how long it's been for me okay i mean it's like because that was the thing about like at some point, someone taught you this yeah. is not okay. This is this is okay, and this is not okay. So do the thing that's okay. Yeah. Um, whereas, like for Mike, and I'm and I'm 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 not going to talk for him, but like I've also didn't grow up in a household where taking your shoes off. Yeah. But I also know the parking lots that I walk through right now, and the oil and stuff, and like walking through grass maybe, and like dog poop, and like and then, but then I'm like, oh, I've walked enough, and I've walked it off or whatever. Like, but I don't, I I didn't grow up with that mindset to where this is okay and this is not okay. What's okay was leaving your shoes on in the house. Right. That's always been a thing. And so for me, there's not a trigger that says when I walk through the store, take my shoes off. I delivered to a lot of houses where they have signs up. Mahalo, this house that we take our shoes off, please leave your shoes at the door. Like there's mm-hmm. reminders. So like, do you have signs up? No. Ooh. Not yet. So a trigger. So like for me, I need triggers um, so that I can, and how I start my day is probably a massive trigger. How about so reminders? Intentions. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever word's comfortable. Okay. Yeah. Well, Reminder. For, I, I need something that tells me to do to shift the direction I'm going and to shift a different direction. Gotcha. Yeah. A cool. shifter, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um. So, thank you so much. Like, no, I'm not saying we're done, but like, thank you for. Uh, I just love. This is why I love improv because you start with one thing, and I had no clue it was going to take me here. That I was like. Oh my God. So I'm in the middle of my day and I'm reactionary to this thing that's not going to what I wanted to. And, and you're going to just be- stop and take your shoes maybe off. Maybe it's because, <laughs> and I'm going to stop and take my shoes off and drive barefoot. Absolutely. <laughs> but maybe it's because the way I woke up 
and the way I proceeded from waking up is is the exact same way that I'm responding or reacting, whichever happens to me in that moment. Mm-hmm. So I got to take steps back and go, okay, well, how did I start? I, see, I love it. And I've been hearing things. I've been reading things. I've been symbiotic, no, uh, mm-hmm. synchronistically coming into my face about like uh, morning routines. And right now it kind of makes me sick to my stomach because I've looked at other people's and I'm like, I don't want to get up and read for 20 minutes. And then I want to go discover something new and then drink water and then do yoga. And then do, and I'm like, that's fucking exhausting. It's not for me. Like, or those specific things aren't specifically important to me. So one of the things that I have done is the first thing I do when I get up or within the first like 20 minutes or whatever, drink water. Yeah. And that helps. Yeah. Um, it helps and it makes me feel better, but it's, it doesn't keep me from being reactionary. So what's something else? What's a, uh, a shifter or a trigger or a reminder that I can put in my life that says, anyway, these are, and these are, um, oh, gosh, words. These are, what's a question you ask that you don't want an answer to? Rhetorical. Yes. <laughs> That's a rhetorical question. So, cause I'm going to go and I'm going to be like, what? See, I was just creating a put list in my in head. My life? Oh, right now. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you okay, share it? here we go. You want to share it? No. Oh, about what do you do in the morning to here's, wake up? Here's what you can do next, Pete. You need to get essential oils. You oh, need supplements. Yeah. Yeah. But the, uh, but your morning routine, does it, do you have some, do you have like a predisposed or like a, you wake up and you say, how do I, do you have like a conversation with yourself? How do I want to feel today? Or how do I feel right now? How does my body feel? What do I need to do? What does it need? Like, what's your, how do you operate? Depends on the day and depends on where I'm located. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, let's be here now. So San Diego. Yeah. So here, um, I get a cup of coffee while the coffee, well, while the coffee's brewing, I drink my water. That's just the start of the day. Mm-hmm. Water is what? It's a conductor of energy. So if I want my energy to change, then I have to put water in. So if I want my brain pattern mm-hmm. to change, I okay. have to put water in. Okay. So drink the water while the coffee's going because I'm not going to live a life of deprivation. I'm going to have my coffee in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, so have that coffee. And while I'm having that coffee, that's where the reflection's coming in. That's where, um, you know, the evaluation, taking my, you know, taking my own internal toll, what's going on. Um, and what do I want to do for the day? What do I want to do? Where do I want to go? What work do I have to get done? Cause you know, I like getting paychecks and eating and traveling mm-hmm. and all those things and working gives me that paycheck to do those things. So I have to put the work in there somewhere, mm-hmm. but that's how I map out the day. And I have a calendar that goes from six o'clock in the morning until, you know, eight or nine o'clock at night. And that's where I add those things in there. And I use my calendar to help me map out my day. So I don't let my calendar run me. It's not like if someone calls and says, hey, are you free for lunch? I go, oh, wait a minute. I don't know if I can do that. I make room for it, but it's kind of my guideline of the things that I want to accomplish in the day. Mm -hmm. But I also give myself a little bit of um, leeway, and I'm very forgiving with myself that if something on this list doesn't happen, it's not the end of the world. Mm -hmm. It's going to be okay if I do it tomorrow. So show yourself some grace. Yeah. I found it very very interesting last night when we were talking, um, you made a statement and and forgive me if I get it wrong, but it was something along the lines of, I wouldn't know what to do with myself if I got up and got ready for the day before I had to leave. I said that last night? Yeah. Okay. So something along those lines, those may not have been the exact words, but if you get up and get yourself ready... Then you're number one. You're oh, not rushing. Oh, because we were talking about – okay, yeah, yeah. So I was in a habit of most of my life I've gone where I just need to get up. There was no pre-planning. There was just get up and get out the door and rush to get dressed, rush to brush my teeth, which probably means I forgot about it because that's the least important thing when it comes to getting to somewhere on time. And I've – punctuality for me started in my 30s. 
let's be honest, my first job ever at Dairy Queen I was fired from. Um, actually, it's what got me fired from Toyota. Uh, but that was a conscious choice because I was like, it's time for a new chapter. Anyways, um, <laughs> sort of subconscious, but also con- – anyways. Um, yeah, so the the comment was I, I, I when I, if I get ready and get dressed and there's time before I need to walk out the door, I'm like, oh, usually that's spent being frantic. And running around like – Do you like that? No, I don't. Oh, uh, no, I don't like being frantic. Then make a choice. But I also don't know, always know what to do with myself when – and that's the thing. It's not that it's wrong. It's uncomfortable because I'm not used to being so – I'm more now. Like I've not been late for work in probably since I've been to Southern California. Um, and and I'm not late. Like even uh, – or, or anything that I do right now, plus everything that's in my calendar has like – I've set myself up to show up on time or early mm-hmm. more often now. Yeah. Um, and you'd be surprised on how many more opportunities I have to build relationships when I show up early. Like small talk, but not small talk as in like the weather, but small talk, like little bits of conversation that happen before a thing starts, like before improv or before, uh, if I show up to work early and I got to know some of my coworkers the other day because I was sitting there like 20 minutes waiting for the the clock to tick. Yeah. And then, um, and how did that day go? Um, do you remember it? I don't have the specifics of the day to attach to how the day began, but I mean, um, that might be something to look at and help you to make a choice. Yeah. Yeah. So, cause what I normally do at work is I, I go and I wait and I, I wanted to say hi, but I don't view it as hiding, but I go and have my coffee and I'm by myself. And then I show up to work, grab my keys and go. Also sounds kind of frantic. So, um, <laughs> no anyways, more frantic. yeah, no more frantic. You might get an um, STD if you get frantic. There's Dave Moore. Travis looks fantastic. <laughs> Travis is blonde today. Although I guess Travis isn't blonde anymore. He got all his hair chopped off. He got his hair I don't know if I'm allowed off. to say that out loud before it's made public, but sorry, Travis. Um, yeah. Okay. So the big ticker, because, okay, so I'm going to be a moment of honesty here. So two shows ago, one show, two shows ago, I said, um, oh my God. Hey, Scotty. I miss your face. Congratulations. So I started this girl, uh, squirrel moment. I started her on clarinet in sixth grade. Oh. And now she's married and having babies. That's cool. Stop it. Stop growing up. Ugh. And I miss her. She has such a bright personality. Anywho. You got teary. I know. That. I miss her. She was so lovely. That's it is so cool. lovely. Um, anywho, now I forgot what I was going with my train of thought. Do you remember what I was saying? A couple shows ago. Oh yeah, something. I I even put it in my calendar, but I didn't do it wrong. To where I did, I didn't do it so it reminded me because I was just doing it to be on calendar or to be on uh, camera. Mm-hmm. So there's something in there. Uh, but I said I was like I'm going to put grocery shopping, pre-planning meals, uh, meal prepping, whatever in my calendar so that I can do that and not have to eat out. Because I want to spend money differently. I want a good one. Exactly. I, n- I didn't do it. Why? Uh, well, maybe that's another show to unpack. I don't know. Um, I didn't actually go on my calendar. Like I put it in my calendar, but I didn't set it up in, in the right calendar. So uh-huh. it didn't actually show up because it's not in a calendar they have. Anyways. Um, so I attempted to do a trigger or to a reminder, but it, I, it didn't. Gotcha. Um, and then I have this block in me that's like, do I want to go grocery shopping? fuck no, I don't want to go grocery shopping. Like I don't like navigating and making lists and knowing what I want and like being able to articulate that. That's hard. I'm used to showing up and something's already there. How's that working out for you? Um, it works, but it, uh, it, it doesn't work in the fact of, uh, it's kind of soul crushing to give up autonomy. And that's a choice. We're talking about choices. That is a choice. It is an auto response choice. Yeah. It's also a choice. So, um, the quality of my life is directly, uh, Directly related to the choices I make. And by choices, I mean, do I do what's easy? 
one marshmallow or do I do what I truly want, which is two marshmallows, which is planning and investment and waiting mm-hmm. and growing. Grow, baby, grow. I picture that every time I see little baby plants grow, <laughs> you and Critter like saying, grow, baby, grow to your garden at your house. Um, yeah, that's that's a new territory for me. Yeah. And it's uncomfortable as fuck. And I don't have all of the uh, the rules and the things. Therefore, I stay away from it. You know, like, yeah. The thing is, you don't need all the rules and all the things. You need your own personal desire to do something differently. Mm. And you can... And to figure it out along the way. And it's okay. And be gentle. It's okay, it's okay. if you don't know it all. It's okay. Your brain cannot possibly hold every single bit of information that there is to have. Rhetorical question. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's AMSR right now. What? You know, are you eating like you're. Why are we whispering? It's ASMR. I don't know if it's actually. If we're doing it right, I don't know if there's a right or wrong way to do it, but. I want to know why we're whispering. What's Danielle doing? (laughs) I didn't get a reaction. That's why I brought up your name. She's producing. She's producing. Yeah. Um,. All right. So there we go. Go go. forth and make good choices. Go for and pre-planning and all the things. Yeah. I'm going to go back and listen to this episode and be like, how can I show up differently tomorrow? And? And I'm going to also enlist you to um, to put your mom hat on and be like, all right, kids, this is how uh, meal planning works. This is how grocery shopping works. This is how making a list works. (laughs) I'll just put on my friend hat and I'll just coach you through it. Okay. That works too. Okay. That works too. Okay. All right. Thank you for having me on your show. You're very welcome. Thank you for saying yes, because I sprung this on you, what, late last night? Yes. Yeah. And she said yes. She said yes and bring it. Yeah. So thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you, Travis, for traveling. And that allowed this conversation to unfold. Um, I hope that you're enjoying, you and Kelly are enjoying um, all the things that Italy has to offer. And it's been another episode of tap into also if you guys have any suggestions of what the 100th (laughs) episode should be like what would you want to see from travis and pete's 100th episode because uh i'm gonna we're pre-planning keep it clean dave keep it clean (laughs) okay all right so we will see you next time and from our heart oh to yours ciao get out there and tap into life tap out We are so grateful you joined us for another episode of Tap Into. Go to Facebook.com forward slash Travis and Pete and like our page and drop us a line while you're there and say hi. You can also find us on Instagram at Tap Into Life. Huge, super big shout out to Specialty Produce Network and our listeners and followers because we couldn't do this without you. After all, we are better together. Till next time, get out there and tap into life. life.